Hello and welcome to this podcast, Minakshi. It is great to have you. Um, Thank you. I'm looking forward to chatting with you. Yes. Uh, can you tell us something about yourself? What do you do? Okay. So, uh, I do a lot of things actually. And somebody okay. asked me to put it down. It becomes a little challenging. So. um i'll tell you where i started so i used to be an advertising professional uh but at the life stage i was i wanted to give it up and you know be home for my child and that took uh, precedence over work but i never wanted to get out of the industry so um post my advertising long advertising career i've been doing multiple things in the last 8 years so i currently top of the list uh, i teach some thing that i never expected i would say to anybody uh, so i teach advertising and integrated marketing uh, in a media college uh, which is um, something that i absolutely enjoy in addition to that i have dabbled with so many things now uh, my entrepreneurial journey has multiple milestones so um, i work in the space of financial literacy for women uh, with an enterprise that i run called iwoman um I also have started something in the publishing business very very recently so we publish uh, we run a publishing company called Foley Clover we publish two books um uh, I love children so I also dabbled in something called musical bonding which is an early music and movement program for uh, kids up to the age of 5 years um and uh, what else do I do other than that you won't believe but i do all of this in the time frame that i'm allowed which is till my child used to be home so i had an active work life from 8 in the morning till 4 till when she would return and then i would just you know stay home and be with her so this lockdown has actually managed to give me a lovely uh, space to do everything you know while my child is um, right in front of me so those are the things that i do Well, that is quite a varied list of things. Um, yeah. Uh, however, uh, thankfully, this is the uh, this is the first podcast after two podcasts where you have not mentioned something close to the topic that I was going to speak about. So the topic that has been running in my head since yesterday um, is because this is going to be released. Uh, I think the weekend, which is very close to Valentine's Day. and okay. uh, the thought was running what is love uh so mota mota the thought was love and attachment as concepts so uh, i would want to ask you uh, at the very uh, start of this topic what is love how do you as a person define love so um so i guess there are multiple kinds of love to begin with so one is obviously the romantic kinds um yeah romantic kinds which is also romanticized a lot if you ask me uh i think the lockdown has been an eye opener you know in the sense of what love stands for in a romantic sense because uh, if you had a spouse that's a spouse or partner or somebody you've been living with or even your family member uh, who you've been living with um you know if somebody has cared enough to do as much as you have done i think that was an expression of love in a romantic sense um 
in other uh, in other senses um it's the love for your child it's the love for your pet it's anything that you want to invest in you want to invest your time you want to invest your mind space you want to invest um, resources um and whose well being i think matters to you a lot right um because it somewhere gives you a sense of um, it gives you a role to play uh, in some way like for example if i were to talk specifically you know about my child um, so yes i do invest a lot of time resources but somewhere she gives me a sense of identity of one part of me right of being being um, a mother or now that we we adopted a pet during the lockdown and i think that that has brought out some other aspect of love for me you know i was never an animal person to begin with but that pet being around um, has brought out a crazy side of you which you didn't exist so i which didn't which i thought never existed so i think love in both senses is something that you want to invest your uh, time your um, mind space um, and you want to give everything to that relationship and also for a friend right with our friends we tend to take them for granted but even for friends there are some friends who you would really push yourself uh, and uh, you you know you express that love in multiple ways so it's not always materialistic but in multiple other ways you want to show that person that you care and you're invested in them so for me any thing or anybody or um, any activity in fact uh, my college's uh, slogan is do what you love so Uh, ironically uh, so anything that wants you to you know make an attempt to contribute um, into the well-being of that person or that activity or the pet whatever it may be i think that's an important part of love uh, and it may not always be selfless i think okay uh, yeah because i think you do expect stuff in return right uh, so it may not be materialistic but at least from an emotional perspective you want that love that you give to feed back into you because that will keep you uh, you know alive in a way right figuratively alive because the people who love you the uh, the things that you love and you know if they don't love you back there's a sense of um, what do i say um, there's a sense of uh, incompleteness maybe right so i think that's so love yes i want to invest i want to do things but somewhere i think that it's not always uh, selfless it is a little bit selfish sometimes you love your child for like 18 20 25 years but at the end of 25 years when they find somebody else to love more you know it puts you in such a in a situation that you are not comfortable with so i think that's broadly what what it would mean to me okay It's a longish answer. Uh, I have two questions. Um, the, the first uh, question is fairly simple. You use the word invest quite a number of times. So I would want to know the reason why that specific word is my first question. The second question is something that you touched about was was the ability to. Uh, to find some some merit for yourself in the sense of uh, not being selfless about it or being okay with the idea of not being selfless so th- that aspect i want you to elaborate a little more so first i would want you to answer on why have you used the word invest unless both of the answers combine at some point 
No, so I'll tell you why I use the word invest is because there are certain um, relationships like uh, the one I share with my siblings, for example. You know, it's a little strained one. Um, and the reason is that, yes, I do have those feelings of love, but I just find that I don't want to invest my time and my energy and my resources and my mind space. So for me, investment is a big, uh, as I'm growing up, I've realized that the measure of how much I love somebody or don't uh, goes by that uh, feeling of whether I want to put in anything into this relationship. And therefore, you know, the, uh, the word investment. And I guess, uh, yeah, now that you mentioned it, the word invest itself means that I'm going to expect something from it. Um, you know, the, the way you mention it, possibly. I, I'm saying that I, you know, while people say unconditional love, etc., I just find that very, uh, it's a utopian concept. I don't know, other than the mother, maybe, even as a mother, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think that I'm a good one, but unconditional meaning, yeah, you will be upset when your child doesn't reciprocate what you're giving. So it's quite vain to say that, I, you know, I unconditionally love, you know, my spouse or my partner or my child or... I mean, even with my pet, yeah, when she, when I come back home from outside, when she doesn't run back to me, I do feel a little disappointed. So I am expecting that, you know, it's not pyar kar rahe to thoda bahut to, uh, you know, that person. How do I? Yeah, so I think, I think it's important because uh, we sometimes fool ourselves by saying that, you know, we are unconditional in what we give. I, I think that's maybe I'm a little too practical. But I, I find those concepts very... Yeah. Um, okay. So I want to push that uh, same thought in a different manner. Say we have organizations like Milap or you now Facebook, uh, say some birthday charity or some such thing. Uh, very often we land up doing something. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes just being there for someone in some manners. Like I have a lot of friends who uh, do a lot of these things and which is almost unconditional because it includes me and I'm sure it includes you. Sometimes you just give the money or you give a bit of your time and just you're done with it. Say for example, if there is, uh, there is something as simple as that uh, I want a parcel delivered to somebody and you're meeting me and that person stays in your area. You say, okay, I'll do it for you. You don't think much of it, but actually you may actually land up going out of your way or spending a little more on a cab or something like that and not even mentioning it and you you are comfortable with it. Here though, I'm still giving an example where you and I know each other. Sometimes we do this when we don't even know the person. We are just happy giving and we are done with it. Uh, would that classify as some kind of love for something? Uh, this is just a thought that I'm, I had when you were talking about. No, I don't think, I, I probably don't think it is. It's not an act of love. It's, it's something that like, you know, part of us wants to do things to help other people. A lot of us do. But mm. I don't think it's out of love or something. It's also sometimes you need to be, you know, it's a, your duty as a human being also to be, you know, civil and nice to everybody. Right? I'm... I'm saying, uh, like, in these COVID times, a lot of things that we may have done, which is, in, you know, probably, uh, it's almost expected of you, right? Like, I, I, 
like give me a random example i i stay in a, a fairly large complex we have about a lot of flats here and the minute there's a family who has a covid victim they are not supposed to step out so you know we have done that bit of going picking up food for them delivering it outside so it's not out of an act of love but it's it's my basic expectation as a human being to you know um, to i mean i think it's a basic duty mm-hmm. i don't think it would be and suppose if i were to um, mention people who who there are people who uh, who we read about in uh, websites like better india who planted trees for last 22 years and grown a mountain where there was none and stuff like that uh, how would you see that because right now i really want to uh, look at the aspect of doing something uh, for somebody else you are investing if i were to take the parameters that you mentioned initially they all fit this example that i am trying to give you have invested time you have invested sometimes money you have invested something uh, you have taken care of that uh, tree or that land or whatever it is and you may have nothing gaining in gain in terms of material or emotional pleasure except the fact that you wanted to do it now that itself so obviously is a choice and the happiness that choice brings you but besides that there is no no other benefit that you can actually see so uh, maybe not materialistic but i'm saying that um, i often when i read about people like this one of the things that happens to you once you start you know getting older is you start questioning your sense of purpose hmm. right saying why am i here what am i here to do am i here just to earn and you know go on holidays and see my child growing up and i think that realization comes to many of us some people act on it some people may not be able to act on it or they're not probably um, you know ready to act on it i think the people who are doing you know all these um, uh, acts of unconditional uh, things i think somewhere they are feeding their sense of purpose right yeah. because that's 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 again in your hierarchy it's one of the important things right that's a sign of your personal growth so i i think that um, it will take maybe i'm not there yet to be honest but i think it takes first you know a lot of jigar uh, yaar yeah. i mean i think jigar is a good word to use there matlab jigar hona chahiye wo sab cheeze karne ke liye right uh, i can go for a cle- beach clean up once maybe right one sunday i'll go maybe two sundays i'll go but chances are that i'm not going to be the you know there's a guy who's actually changed the face of the beaches but that kind of drive and that kind of sense of purpose has to you know be the overarching thought right like for example when the save ra forest uh, happened um, and i'm sure we we have a common friend deepa who you you are aware so mm-hmm. you know sitting in hyderabad she knows what's happening here because her sense of purpose is to drive all of this but i wanted to be a part of it but i don't think you know i was as big a champion as she was but you know, you're getting what i'm saying so yeah. we participate yeah but sometimes you're not able to drive things the way some other people do so i think for the people that you're talking about who are doing you know these larger than life things i think it uh, it yeah it's obviously unconditional because you're not expecting anything in return but i'm saying at an emotional level you are feeding your sense of purpose right and purpose that's what will make yeah that is what will make you sleep well at night yes. um so i think yeah it is at the face of it unconditional but i'm saying i'm doing it out of 
how i want to feel how you know i want to finally end up sleeping well at night saying i'm a good human i'm doing my bit for society or i'm doing my bit for other people right so i think all of us are at that various uh, levels maybe you know if it's a hierarchy and for someone to be there i think they are driving their sense of purpose which i think is a great place to be also